Hello there gorgeous and welcome to The Hungry Soul. I'm your host Rachel Foy, the founder of The Soul Fed Woman. So make yourself comfortable, grab yourself a drink and let's get ready for a brand new episode all about finding your truth, speaking your truth and being your truth. So welcome to episode 38 of The Hungry Soul with me Rachel Foy. So can we have a conversation please about comparing ourselves? Now, something that we're really blessed with nowadays is technology because it allows us to do what we do. We can talk to people across the world using Skype. We can see what friends and family are doing pretty much in real time on Facebook. And we can find pretty much whatever we're looking for now on the internet. Years ago, pre-Mark Zuckerberg, we had no way of knowing what friends, family, or actually what anyone else was up to, apart from by conversation, by phone call, by letter. Yet despite technology making the world smaller, I honestly believe that we as human souls, we're becoming more and more isolated and actually disconnected from our communities. And we're starting to suffer from comparisonitis in the process. So I want to just have this conversation now around comparing yourself to others because social media, it does allow us to peek into other people's lives so easily that it can be potentially a really toxic place and one which you, if you're not really careful, it can really start to impact how you feel about yourself. Now we pop in and out of Facebook groups, don't we, to like a post And then we can't help but nosy at what other people's comments are. Or we watch a video of someone talking about something of interest to us whilst we're making judgment about ourselves in the process. And we scroll through Instagram aimlessly feeling less than adequate at those perfect smiles and happy faces on the beaches in their insta-perfect images. And then we start to feel like crap. And we start to believe that we're not good enough. And we start to believe that we are missing out. And we find ourselves comparing our lives and successes to the hundreds of images and videos which we are bombarded with on a daily basis. And we start to feel rubbish. Now, a few months ago, I started to recognise that I had a pattern of behaviour which was not empowering me. And in fact, it was making me feel terrible about myself. And I'd fallen into this big, deep, dark hole of comparisonitis. And this is how it played out. I'd find myself scrolling through Facebook before I started work. And what initially started as, I'm just going to check my notifications. It ended up being like 10, 15, 20 minutes of comparing everything about myself and my life with all the pictures, articles, videos, conversations, which I got sucked into. Have you ever done that? I'm sure you have because this is something that so many women tell me that they find themselves doing the exact same thing. And then without warning, this nasty inner mean bitch inside me, and we've all got one by the way, she would make a grand appearance and she kind of waltz into my office without invitation. She'd sit herself down beside me and she'd just start saying things to me in my head like, you're not as successful as her, look at that car that she's bought, or you're not as popular as her, look at all those people that she's hanging out with, you're not ever going to travel the world like they're doing, because you're a mum of two small children, you've got loads of responsibilities, why are you even trying? And one of my favourite ones that my inner mean bitch is always saying to me is, 
look at that beach that she's on, drinking out of another coconut. Oh, I bet she's really happy with her life. And I just stare down at my half cold cup of coffee and I'd hear the washing machine humming downstairs, realizing that I only had a little while until my children came home from school. And I just let out this huge deflated sigh. And within 10 minutes, I would go from feeling excited and happy, optimistic and delighted at the day ahead, to feeling inadequate and not good enough and just really, really fed up. So I started to take ownership and self-responsibility for what I was in effect doing to myself. Now, comparing ourselves to anyone or to anything is damaging to our soul because it starts to feed our ego and our shadow, which, which lives on our deepest fears and our insecurities and all of our inadequacies. And also, you know, let's be honest for a moment and just remind ourselves that we shouldn't always believe what we see. No smoke and mirrors in the world of social media exist and it's becoming harder than ever to know whether what we see or hear can even be taken as truth. And I was reminded of this once again just the other day. You know, that person working from a beach might be worrying about their relationship as it's not in a good place. And that person on Instagram who's flying across the globe again might be feeling disconnected from their family because they're hardly ever at home. And that person who's pictured with the in crowd they might be so conscious of themselves that they punish their body with excessive exercise or restrictive eating, causing anxiety and stress. And over the last few months, I've been, I've been really working on myself when it comes to comparing me to other people's lives and also their businesses. So here are three ways that I want to share with you that you too can stop the comparisonitis because it really isn't helping you. It's not serving you at all. The first thing to do is recognize where's the story. Now, when I started to feel bad about myself, I started asking, okay, so what am I making this mean? And then I would spend a little bit of time journaling or tapping or sometimes just even sitting with whatever came up for me. Our inner world, it consists of our own specific belief systems, which have been created through our own experiences and all of our memories shape this belief system. And often what happens is we re-trigger some of these memories, especially on an emotional level, and that is what creates the reaction or the trigger to something. So let me give you an example. If you feel triggered or just really unsettled when you see someone on Instagram or on Facebook and they appear to be in the in crowd, or you have a fear that you're missing out somehow, it could be that you've had experiences in your past of not feeling accepted or feeling left out or feeling isolated or even rejected. Now, these are really big emotions to carry, which can still affect you even now. So recognize those reactions, recognize where your story is, and then start working on healing that original hurt or wound. The second way is about clear boundaries. I also started putting some really clear and non-negotiable boundaries in place. And these were a bit of a challenge, I'll be totally honest with you. So these are the things that I'm now trying to live by as much as possible. So far, so good. So no Facebook, Instagram, social media until half past nine in the morning. So that gives me time now to get my morning ritual well and truly established, to ground myself, to kind of get me in the right frame of mind. 
Previously, the first thing that I was doing was turning off my alarm, jumping onto Facebook. It's such a common thing that we can often find ourselves doing, but that morning window of, you know, particularly when you've just woken up, that's when your subconscious mind is still pretty active because you've just awoken from sleep. So whatever you expose yourself to in that first kind of 10 minutes of just being awake, that potentially becomes your um, your kind of your seed and your driver for the rest of the day. So if you fall straight into that comparisonitis mode, that's the energy that you take with you. The other thing that I started to do was no Facebook, Instagram, social media during the day unless it's already planned. So what I've tried to do now is I've actually allotted myself times for posting articles, interacting with my community, connecting to new people. And rather than it just being a, a very kind of reactive thing to do, as in pick up my phone, it's now planned into my day. And that's really helping me with my boundaries. No aimless scrolling, especially in the evening, has also been another one for me. So as soon as my children come home from school, my phone now goes in the kitchen and I do not pick it up again until they've gone to bed. And even then, I give myself a set amount of time to respond to messages, notifications and so on. Now the biggest one, and this has been the biggest challenge, no social media at all over the weekend. Now, we often use social media as a way of numbing out of our life and actually our own reality. And I just really want to encourage you to start paying attention as to whether your use of social media right now is for the highest and greatest good of yourself or whether you are using it as a form of escaping and then falling into that hole of comparing yourself. So that big challenge for me of having no social media at the weekend, it has been difficult because I have been as guilty as anybody that I have found myself in the past picking up my phone, scrolling through, and it has been a way of stepping out of my own reality just for a little while because the children were arguing or because I was feeling a bit bored or because I had too much to do. So just be really aware and start paying attention. And if you recognise that this is what you're doing too, put some boundaries in place. The third one is about owning your truth. Now, I'm really working on owning my truth unapologetically at the moment, you know, warts and all. And it's pointless comparing ourselves in the way which we can do sometimes because we're all different and we're all walking on different journeys. So I'm slowly coming to terms with the fact that my office, it is at home and it isn't ever, ever going to be on a beach in Bali. I've got children who go to school, I've got a home, I've got other grown-up responsibilities. So for me, it's now about focusing on, or maybe taking more holidays in tropical locations is actually the way forward. I'm slowly coming to terms with the fact as well that my life may not be as exciting on the surface as others who appear to be constantly traveling and going to the cool places, but I've got so many other things which may be missing in their lives. Who, you know, who knows? So focusing on what I'm grateful for, I'm blessed to have found my soulmate. We've got a beautiful son. We've got a gorgeous daughter. We've got a really family, happy unit, which I am so incredibly grateful for. And finally, I'm coming to terms with the fact that in between working on my business and helping my clients and doing podcast interviews and podcast episodes like this one, videos, I still tidy up after my children. You know, I still move the washing, I still cook dinner, 
And that's not really something which we ever get to see on Instagram, is it? So keeping it real. So there you go. Three things I want to share with you about how you can stop comparing yourself to others. So finding where your story is at, putting boundaries in place, and then owning your truth and not being ashamed by it, unapologetically owning who you are. Now, if you want some extra help with becoming a soul-fed woman, I've created a free workshop for you where I share with you the five simple soul and spiritual focus practices of the soul-fed woman to help you start increasing your happiness, reducing overwhelm and helping you find yourself again. So to get started, all you need to do is head over to soulfedwoman.com forward slash workshop and you can watch that workshop whenever you wish to. There's no time limit. I'm not going to take it down in the next 12 hours. It's there for you to watch whenever you get the opportunity to. So gorgeous. Have a wonderful day. Remember that you are already enough if you don't realize that already. And I can't wait to come to you very soon with another episode of The Hungry Soul. See you later.